Suitcase is a website, quarterly print magazine, and now podcast that celebrates the culture of travel. Hello, you're listening to The Upgrade, a brand new travel podcast brought to you by Suitcase Magazine. I'm Fleur Rollette Manus. And I'm India Dowley, and we're here to help you travel smarter. Coming up on today's episode. Growing up in Morocco, I think I learned that beauty is not just about how it makes you look, it's also how it makes you feel, right? Because it's never a chore, it's never a functionality, it's always something that you do for you and something that is important. This is, I think, where my passion for beauty was born. India, how are you? I feel like we haven't recorded in like forever. It's literally been two weeks and I saw you in real life yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. I was really hoping you missed me, though. Always, Fleur. Always. We have been so, so, so busy, though, haven't we? We've moved into new offices. We're commissioning for our next issue, Revival. You're absolutely right. Our new office is so, so gorgeous, isn't it? But yeah, we're commissioning for the new issue. My inbox is full of pictures, and it just makes me so excited to see everything coming up back again. Travel is going to be bigger and better I think and we'd absolutely love to hear from all our upgrade listeners as I know so many of you are creative types so please do send any pictures you have my way to submissions at suitcasemag.com. We've been working on some incredibly exciting projects as well haven't we? We really have we really really have. One of which takes centre stage today and I'm sure you can tell India that I'm positively glowing with excitement I don't think that there could be a podcast episode that suits you more, Fleur. I know, right? So today, listeners, we are talking about all things skincare. You've told us countless times that self-care rituals and splurging on transformative skincare are two of the ways in which you've been travelling from home these last, gosh, 18 months. And as suitcases self-titled resident skincare expert I thought why not combine our desire for escapism with our love of skincare. Flo you should totally put that skincare expert in your email signature I think that's great very very you but we're not just talking about lotions potions and some over-the-top ridiculous LED light facial though are we Flair? Not in the slightest we're putting the next cult beauty brand on everyone's radar today as we're catching up with Wynn's founder Hinsepti. Despite being really 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 new. Listeners you heard it here first. Yeah despite being really 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 new I'll say it again they are already taking the beauty industry by storm aren't they Fleur? Yeah they're really really shaking things up and I think especially for our travel obsessed audience it's really easy to see why their founder Hind who I'm talking to today and who also has the most extensive background in skincare she's worked at all the big players L'Oreal, Olay etc etc so she's had access to revolutionary science and all the proven tips tricks ingredients yet she's actually gone further than that she's used her roots which haven't been born in Morocco to fuse her love of beauty and indulgent self-care skin care rituals with results driven and proven science it's really interesting because and obviously trust me I've tried and tested so many products so you're really impressed aren't you you're absolutely buzzing about this buzzing yeah 
yeah no honestly I'm actually obsessed you'll hear me I'm actually obsessed I'm gushing um <laughs> I'm I am that obsessed but no you'll hear me talk more about it in in the podcast and, and our interview of him but I've obviously spent like hundreds probably thousands of pounds on skincare products and she really they, has she really has it's so bad but either the products don't work and they smell gorgeous or they do work and they smell horrible and winter's just come in with you know their orange blossoms their argan their pomegranate pomegranate essence with their overachieving hero ingredients combine the two in this pioneering ethos they've, they've trademarked as warm science what it means is you've got a skincare range that has combined yet yeah, these results driven ingredients these gorgeous scents smells perfumes essences natural essences which essentially makes your skin look like you've just come back from a two-week holiday in sunkissed climes which if you need anything right now probably would be that when in reality you've been mincing around soho for where our new office is <laughs> haven't you exactly so <laughs> everyone's a winner right right in the thick of all the smog though you still look glowing glowing yeah well, well this is it it's like a complete test testimony to how effective the products are but it's it's completely changed my nightly skincare routine and each time I apply the products like each evening it honestly just feels like I've been transported straight to Haman or, or Morocco like whether you're a skincare fan like me or skincare obsessive fan like me, I should say, um, or just want to be transported to Morocco, you really do need to listen to the interview of Hind. She shares her travel tips and the most incredible stories with us. I haven't got to try any of the products yet, so you're going to have to send them my way. I really want to use skincare that's going to make me get the sunkissed traveling glow, despite the fact that I'm a SPF 50 obsessive on my face. Now I'm my 30s I used to do a bit of tanning and like you know wear 20 and now I'm like obsessed so my face doesn't change color unless I slap loads of fake tan on it and also just yeah I mean I could really do with a glow up so please share the love honestly as much as I don't want to I will share them with you because they they do give you that really dewy sun-kissed glow that kind of the skincare that you chase when it's the skincare that women actually spend a lifetime chasing but also you know that thing where you go on holiday and you don't have to wear makeup because your skin I love that and you like have a shower and you're like gosh look at me I like you know when you're completely stripped bare of makeup but you still look like yeah just glowy and nice and then your eyes pop and you feel good and everything's much better honestly that is exactly what wind has bottled that 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 is exactly what they've managed to bottle it is incredible I I will I will well my bathroom cabinet <laughs> my bathroom cabinet is looking empty I've done that thing where you know when all your products are at once and you think god that's that's expensive but yeah here isn't just a beauty cure I can't wait to hear all about her insider recommendations and travel tips for Morocco where I hope to be heading in November she's got a she actually shares a new design driven villa that we absolutely need to book um places to sit mint tea in Tangier she speaks about and there's an under the radar spot that she's got on her list which also means that I've now got on my list and we absolutely must must visit as part of our partnership with the new cult beauty brand wind we're talking to founder Hinsepti about how we can achieve that envious desert glow spotlighting her travel tips sharing her treasure tales from Morocco and exploring just how she did start this cult beauty brand
So Hind, where are you from and how does that drive you? I was born in Meknes, which is one of the imperial cities of Morocco in the middle of the country. Uh, I grew up there until I was 17 and then I left to to kind of come to Europe, France, then, then the UK. And how does that drive me? I think it's, um, I mean, this is the country where I'm from and I think it shaped who I am in in many ways. If you've been to Morocco, you know that it's one of those countries that is um, very anchored in its history, very long, rich history and traditions, but also looking forward. So I think Morocco has given me a lot of grounding of, you know, knowing where I come from, but also the diversity of the population that is in there. It's the country that is populated by so many influences, you know, Romans, Amazigh people, Arabs, Europeans, Africans, and so on. There's a really rich diversity. So it's also made me feel like a global citizen and part of a much bigger world. So it gave me that anchoring in who I am, but also this openness to, to the world and and it's made me a dreamer. I think that's the biggest thing I can say about being. You're right. Morocco really is a melting pot of different cultures and history and I guess a melting pot of beauty too. Would you say that's where your love of beauty comes from? This is definitely where my love of beauty comes from. First, because, I mean, Morocco is a land of beauty with a capital B. And I don't just say that because that's my home country, but everywhere. When you look into the landscapes from the mountains to the desert, to the Mediterranean Sea, to the Atlantic Oceans, to the... Um, valleys and and so on when it comes to architecture both kind of imperial cities with their kind of arabic craftsmanship and know-how to the amazigh villages and kasbahs there is you know there is beauty in every single detail so beauty makes ordinary objects kind of extraordinary and also when it then comes to personal beauty it's the rituals that we grow up in sure you're familiar with you know the hammam ritual which is very i mean it's at the heart of the beauty rituals in morocco hammam ritual is kind of a Moroccan spa and before it used to be a weekly routine where you would go to cleanse but also indulge in a weekly ritual that I think benefits your skin but also your soul in how it makes you feel and growing up in Morocco I think I learned that beauty is not just about how it makes you look it's also how it makes you feel right because it's never a chore it's never a functionality it's always something that you do for you and something that is important this is I think where my passion for beauty was born I definitely agree that yeah skincare is not a chore and it's definitely something you can indulge in over the past year I'm sure all our listeners will agree that we've indulged more in our in our skincare rituals that we've crafted to kind of make us um, feel like we can escape what has been obviously a really really tough year for everyone can you share with us your journey in creating the skincare line sometimes when I try to pinpoint the beginning of the journey I don't know if it's when it was you know when it was a little girl and I was obsessed by you know all those rituals we had back in Morocco, watching the women in my life, most importantly, my mom, my grandmother, my aunts, and how important it is to them. Or if it was, you know, many years later when I discovered skincare for me as a teenager and how it made me feel. But I always had something in me when I, when I thought I wanted to work in the beauty industry because I love, like I said, this idea of how beauty makes you feel. 
this I, I think we often talk that, you know, beauty is not an invention of the beauty industry. I think it's one of our most human needs. And I love that. But when it came to specifically my brand, it came from a realization a few years ago that what I loved in beauty, I started missing. I missed how beauty makes me feel. And I thought that beauty had become over time, all head mm. and no heart. And and I think it was driven on one hand is almost we construct we we um, contrast performance and experience. And on one hand, you have you know products that work, 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 and are high percentages, high effective, and very clinical, and you know increasingly like minimalist in their in their in their also experience. But they might not be enjoyable to use, right? Because we all love the serum that is yes, from a formulation point of view, super performing, but is not the most enjoyable experience to use every day we don't like the scent we don't like the texture and on the other hand everything that is associated with joy and sensoriality is perceived as not working i did a lot of skincare uh, jobs and i know that when it comes to skincare the number one job it needs to do is to perform and to work to deliver the benefits that it promises to the end consumer and that is driven by science-led rigorously science-led formulation and i know that i enjoy things that i grew up using like i mean one of my obsessions is orange blossom water right and i love 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 using it as a toner because it refreshes my skin i love the scent i love also how it transports me to to kind of beautiful memories but i also know enough that i know this is not enough power for the skin benefits that i look for so I looked at the at the market and I was like, okay, so for that consumer who is looking for super performance and a bit clinical and and a bit functional, they are largely catered for. But to a consumer that wants the ex, the performance, but not at the expense of an amazing sensorial experience, there is a market for that, and that's where the seed of um of this idea came. And it started and it started with me a few years ago because I, I was like, okay, so there is a world where I would love to marry performance with sensoriality and joy. I mean, the world that I love is joy because I think beauty should be a joyful experience. So I thought, okay, if we create an amazing formula and then dress it up in an amazing sensorial experience that people would love using every day, you deliver hyper performance, right? Because you're using something that works. And you using it with consistency and you know every day for a certain amount of time. So of course you you amplify your chances of making it work. And the final point was <laughs> on kicking off this um this idea is when I went back home a few years ago to Morocco, and uh, and I went back to the hammam, which I had actually not been for quite some time. And I just as I was sitting there and you know enjoying all the different sensoriality, you know. Um, clay with mints, orange blossom infused face masks and all those kind of things. I thought, you know what, the sensoriality that I'm going to bring to this brand and to those products is inspired by my own roots. And I thought it was a nice homage and going full circle to a place that really gave me the gift of beauty and a passion for beauty to include it as part of the sensoriality of the brand. I 100% agree that the re- one of the main reasons I stopped using products is because I hate the smell and you put it on whether that be a serum or an oil and you put it on before you go to bed and it stinks yeah, <laughs> and yeah. you exactly. lie there and you think okay this is kind of gross it may be working but you almost lose interest I guess in it mm-hmm. because 
you're, you're right, there's no marriage between enjoyment and results. So I think when I opened the, the win package that you guys kindly sent me, I was blown away, not only by the packaging, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute, because it's insane. And I know our listeners are going to love it. But also it was the scents. I think the scent is the first thing that kind of hooked me and drew me in because they're mesmerizing, like they're almost hypnotic. And I, when I opened every single um, product, because obviously I was like a kid at Christmas and I opened every <laughs> single one and I did feel like I'd been like instantly transported I felt like I'd instantly been transported to to Morocco and I think yeah that's that's incredible we always say and like women a lot and men to actually always say that when they're on holiday they don't wear as much makeup because their skin has a tan or their skin has a glow or they yeah they're happy with their skin because they're more relaxed or um the, the sun and their freckles come out where the sun hits them and I think that your products are really good at getting that envious glow right that glow inducing skin that we all crave and that we all really want to achieve and that's one thing that I definitely found is that I had that yeah that holiday feeling and that holiday glow on my skin um yeah obviously I am obsessed with them as (laughs) you can already tell (laughs) thank you you know it's funny I tried it for for yesterday or two days ago I was doing videos like how to videos on how to use the cleanser for obviously for some of our social channels and I had to do, and I wanted to show how it worked on makeup, right? So I had put on my red lipstick and everything. And obviously, because I'm not a, a pro at making video content, I had to do it many times. So I ended up cleansing my face, I think five times in a row within <laughs> an hour. You know, this is the thing that would be like awful, you know, right? For your skin yeah. barrier, because you're like, and I, and after five, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just cleansed my face five times thoroughly in an hour and it still feels soft bouncy and healthy I was pretty happy <laughs> yeah no it is, it is amazing we spoke about rituals earlier um, mm-hmm. and I think it's really important to find your self-care ritual and it's important to find your your skincare ritual how would you say that wind would help people find theirs I personally with wind have a kind of two different kind of rituals one for the morning one for the evening um for now we have only five products we have more coming but for now i think for me a staple is the cleanser and that's why i was really keen to have something that is highly enjoyable when it comes to this step of the routine so I would say cleanser works in the morning. Sometimes you you might not need to fully cleanse in the morning. I do because I think in the morning it gives me a bit of that boost of freshness. I use it on damp skin because it just gives me that refreshed, nourished skin. And also that's, you know, that orange blossom scent is it just amazing to wake up to. I use it in the evening as more like a balm. So I put it on dry skin and I massage it and I take the time more. But I have more time to really, you know, to really apply it, enjoy the suns, you know, the jelly melting on, on my skin and then kind of wash it off or remove it with a wet flannel. We have within wind an exfoliant that is called Sahara Silk, which is the most beautiful thing. I personally use it a couple of times a week and use it in the morning. Why I use it in the morning is because it has that triple action that just gives me, I feel, the best base for a super radiant glow it has a mix of pomegranate enzymes which are super gentle alternative to glycolic acid at a concentration that is as effective as a five percent glycolic which is what you know is recommended for a product that you would use daily it also has rasul clay which is native to morocco and really helps 
purge the pores and detox them. And it finishes with rice brands who give you that kind of lovely polish. So your skin is immediately, it's a five minutes gesture really. After five minutes, you have um, a skin that is soft, bright, and also nourished. Because like I said, on wind, we're all also about protecting kind of the, the skin barrier and that glow, which comes from hydration. So this is also... It's, it's an exfoliant cream that is rich in argan oil that gives a bit of that nourishment. Now, once I finish kind of exfoliating my face with Sahara silk, I love to follow it up by Marrakesh Light. Uh, it's called Marrakesh Light Illuminating Magic Oil. And I called it magic for a reason because growing up in Morocco, oils are core part of our routine. But when it came to Marrakesh Light, I wanted to create a magical oil that does really three things. One is super fast absorbing because many people don't like oil because they feel they sit on their skin. They are a bit greasy. This one absorbs in seconds. It leaves a velvet skin touch, skin uh, feeling. And it's at the same time, it's also super nourishing for that hydration over time, but also on the spot and packed with the antioxidants to protect your skin against free radicals. And what I love even more, or using it with Sahara silk is both of them are naturally scented with amber, which is to me one of the most hypnotic scents in the world. And that also cues warmth, which is something I miss from Morocco, but also here living in London, is, yes. <laughs> we crave a bit of warmth. So when I when I have Sahara silk exfoliant followed by Marrakesh lights, I am feel like it's like I feel like I am you know blessed by being in some magical place in southern Morocco with the light that hits just right. So that's my morning. The evening is a bit different. The evening I take more time. Like I said, I cleanse for much longer. Kind of massage my jelly more and and this is the evening that I would use kind of a clay mask like the Atlas Pure that we have on wind. It's some more because I like to let it sit a bit longer, like 10 minutes. I do it once or twice a week. And it's something that I indulge in because it's one of the masks that reminds me the most of our hammam rituals. When we go to the hammam, a key step is clay mask that we put head to toe. And by head to toe, it's face, hair, and body for softening and detoxing and kind of really removing all the oiliness that we can have in our scalp or, or in our face and our body. And that gesture reminds me of home and, and it reminds me even so of home that is infused with um, verbena and mint. And I think if you've been to Morocco, I'm sure you enjoyed some lovely mint tea. So yeah, that combo of mint tea and uh, mint and verbena just gives me the relaxation I, um, I crave in the evenings. And then I finish with probably one of the products I'm the most proud of within the wind range. It's called Casper Moonlight. I don't know if you got a chance to try it yet. This it's... is my favorite product too. I can, <gasps> it is my absolute favorite. I, I have like really dry dehydrated skin naturally. And it's the one thing yes. that I was like, oh my gosh, this night mask is a game changer. Absolute game changer. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. We call it, I mean, internally, I tell the team, it's the, the sexiest night mask alive. And, you know, and when I was inspired, I was like, okay, I mean, night, I mean, as a dreamer, you know, night, stars, moon, and so on, it's something that appeals to me a lot. And when you are in Southern Morocco, the skies are so clear. You see the, you know, you see the, the, the lights, the moon, and, and, and so on. And I thought that moon glow is something I wish I could bottle up. And it got me thinking, the inspiration was really 
those really sensorial, sensual evenings in the Kaspar, in the desert, Aftan, floating, you know, all of this kind of the air heavy with um, jasmine, orange blossom flowers and so on. I was like, that is the inspiration that I have. Something as sensual and and a beautiful to use that that kind of mimics this experience. But when we came to the formulation, I thought to something you said earlier, you know, when you have a night mask on, you're going to sleep on. I want it to sink fast, right? I don't want it yeah. to sit on my skin because then I'm worrying about my pillows and so Hello. on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's. I always found it quite odd, and uh, and I said, okay, so this mask of course needs to be nourishing. It needs to be the, the kind of the perfect formula. So you wake up to, to plumped up, rejuvenated skin, but it's also something that needs to help you sleep. So the texture is this cream to oil. So it comes as a cream, but it's immediately transformed into oil when you put it on your face. So you can massage it and you can you know work it into your skin, your face, your décolleté, and so on. And it's also um, smells of orange blossom and iris, which gives it a bit of this warmer, um, evening, relaxing scent territory that I, when we designed it, we thought it was perfect to also soothe you to sleep. So you have something that works on your skin from a formulation point of view that sinks fast so you don't have to feel it when you go to bed, but also that whole massaging and sensorial experience is kind of the last step before going to bed and hopefully enjoying a relaxing night of sleep, which is even another contributor to a great glowing morning. Definitely. I think the one thing that I definitely, like I will go um, out and say it and I'll tell all our listeners, I'm going to tell our audience that I 100% think that Wind is set to be the next cult beauty brand. Like I I really do. I am, I'm known as like the most obsessed person in the suitcase team about skincare because I spend a lot of time like testing products, trying products, um, switching up my routine. And I do, I do think it is definitely up there. I think the one thing as, the one thing that I notice is it really fuses and pays homage to your Moroccan roots. I think with like the ingredients and the essence and the scents, it it pays homage to all those experiences you've talked about and all the things that inspired you growing up and the rituals and the routines. And I think, especially over the last year, we've really been seeking out ways to reconnect with travel without without actually traveling, mm. right? So mm-hmm. um, obviously like for our listeners and ourselves that travel is such a big part of our lives and we've obviously yeah. really really missed it but we have been traveling through home through things like mm-hmm. skincare through burning candles through watching films mm-hmm. listening to podcasts all those things and I think one of the things about when that I really that really spoke to me is it was really transformative so I felt like I was being transported and I felt like I was reliving all of my experiences and all my beauty and wellness experiences that I'd been lucky enough to have in Morocco so I think especially for our our listeners our audience that's really going to resonate with them so speaking of of traveling from home and speaking about like your knowledge of Morocco I really want our listeners to feel like they're there but they're in Morocco they can feel the heat and the desert warmth and the sense and the sights and so I really want to get your insider knowledge on Morocco shall we start with your favorite memory of Morocco your favorite Moroccan memory oh oh, first of all I have to say I feel I mean I am a suitcase (laughs) (laughs) consumer I always talk about myself as a global citizen because travel and discovering other cultures and places is such kind of a core part of who I am 
and uh, and yes last year has been extremely tough not be able to to connect in in that way and, and i hope we will be able to do that uh soon so yeah my first my favorite memory of morocco i think i was actually just talking about it yesterday to one of my friends it's uh orange blossom i'm from meknes i'm going to take a step back i'm from meknes it's one of the five imperial cities of Morocco. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Always get confused. So imperial cities are cities in Morocco that have been capitals of the kingdom, right? So they have a long history and kind of a sophisticated architecture and riyads and, and, and they have all been very well preserved, right? People still live in the Medinas and in the old town. So, so it's, uh, it's a core cool part of being from Meknes is a core cool part of who I am because I grew up around this kind of environment. My my grandmother's house, um, not in the Medina, a little bit outside of the Medina, and its orange blossom trees were one of my earliest and favorite memories of Morocco. Why? Because she had this, you know, beautiful garden that was not kind of very manicured. It was a bit of Alice in Wonderland, or at least how it looked to some, like a small child, you know? It's like, it's discovery, right? And we had the main door to go into the house and then the back door to go through the garden. And what happened in spring is the trees will grow and to go through the back door to garden, you have to go through the orange blossom trees, right? And it's almost like you walk through them. And when they are in, they started blossoming, it's like the best experience, you know, like you're walking through the trees, you, you're feeling that orange blossom. And what I loved about it is it was also the first sign that it was spring and summer was around the corner. It evokes to me both the place I'm from, family, but also one of my favorite seasons, right? It's like we are up. This is the summer. Summer is almost here, almost a vacation, almost a holiday, warm splashing around in water so yeah that's my favorite memory that's such a beautiful beautiful memory and um, where's <laughs> one place in morocco that we should visit and why if we say say we've done marrakesh where should we where should we visit next i think tangier is one of morocco's best kept secrets i think it doesn't get talked about as much but it's my absolute favorite place to to be in Morocco it has the best of Morocco in its diversity I mean being at the tip of Morocco like literally you can see Spain <laughs> across the the Detroit of, of Gibraltar when you when you're in Tangier but I just love the, because it has a lot of the diversity of cultures Arab culture Amazigh culture Spanish culture Mediterranean culture and that is all bubbling there in its architecture in its cuisine in its people and also because Tangier always had this international city kind of status, it always attracted artists and interesting people with probably questionable pasts. <laughs> uh, so it has that kind of very explosive uh, combination of a great location, great history, great people that just makes it so beautiful to, to be in. And like Marrakesh, which shares everything with open mind, with open arms, and it looks like postcard Morocco with its terracotta, and it's almost like you you think Marrakesh is Morocco, right? But it's not. And uh, although it's a great postcard of Morocco, Tangier is is much more mysterious. So you have to go, you have to let yourself, you know, walk through the little, you know, maze of little streets, either in the old town or the new town, talk to the locals, hear stories, you know, that probably happened a hundred years ago, but people are still repeating. It's much more mysterious and deeper. And I think when you fall in love with it, you really, really fall in love. I'm in love. It's my favorite city in Morocco. 
I feel like with Angie, you have there's a really like fierce, creative, and bohemian, and almost quite a raw. Yeah, bo- like yeah bohemian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it kind of like sweeps you away. Like once you you set foot, it kind of sweeps you away, and you just kind of get caught up in the rhythm almost. I guess yeah. maybe that's the best way um, to describe it. But no, it, it yeah, really no, I love it. it. I love how that's exactly it. Yeah, <laughs> rascal. And <laughs> um, when we're there, is there any like restaurants or um, hotels or anything we should have on the radar that we must must visit? Have you got any of your um, mm. like local spots that you want to share with us? Yeah, I think when in Tangier, it's um, it's one of the best thing to do. I mean, is to just walk around. You know, it's uh, it's very human sized for a big city. Um, so from walking by the and the Medina is very um, the city is very well integrated with the with the beachfront. It doesn't feel like the beach is separate from from the town. So you know, walking by the sea in the little like I said maze of little street in the Medina across the, the you know the boulevards and just you know taking time stopping for you know a coffee or, or or a glass of mint tea is my favorite experience to do to really take on the surroundings the architecture and and the vibe two places i would um i would i would i would recommend one is iconic it's called the half cafe basically a cafe that has been there forever it's on the the mountainside so it's, you're basically hanging off a cliff you know overlooking the mediterranean and spain on the other side it's the most amazing sites it's a very simple cafe it's basic tiny tables on the most uh, dangerous <laughs> just to climb kind of mountain flank but it's the sweetest uh, mint tea it's there they just serve mint tea or they just what they did last time i've been and and this is where you have you know through the years poets rockers uh, local you know grandfathers hanging around there it's the place with the soul so i would definitely recommend that and the other place to stay which you know it's i'm going to tell you a secret i haven't been yet but it's because it's it's relatively recent but my sister shared it with me and i'm obsessed it's probably the the most beautiful place i've seen in morocco it's called the house of the elephant blanc and it's uh, a house that you can rent in tangier for a holiday and again it's sitting on that flank of the mountain overseeing the overseeing the the sea i guess and the and the decor is just amazing it's that fusion of what all the cultures that live in morocco at their best so it's definitely a place i dying to go as soon as i can and i would uh, definitely recommend uh, staying at uh, for a lovely stay in tangier I'm definitely going to look it up. I've not heard of it actually, so I'm going to look it up straight. Very new, I'm yeah, gonna, very new, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a look. Even the name sounds beautiful, actually. Even the name yeah. sounds sounds gorgeous. Aside from staying there, where else um, will you be traveling to in Morocco next? So I, so I grew up in Meknes, uh, which is you know is is a, is a city that haven't changed much. I haven't been impacted by as much tourism as Marrakesh, so it stays very authentic. I haven't been there for a long time, so I go there to just you know, connect with family and roots. I will go back to Casablanca, which is a city that I 
learned to love. <laughs> now that my family live in Casablanca, I always thought that Casablanca had less um, history compared to a city like Meknes or Fez that is that are much more older. But it has its own magic. It's it's a much younger city, and I just love its energy. And it's so it's more beginning of the century type of uh, city. Um, so my family lived there, so I would go there. But there is a place of Morocco that I have never been that I am um, dying to to go and visit, which is really southern Morocco, which is um, a place called Dakhla. So it's on the Atlantic coast on one side and the Sahara Desert on the other side. I love the water and I love the heat and I love the sun. So it feels like the perfect place for me. It's been uh, getting a, quite a lot of developments and beautiful places that are being built around for people to stay. So yeah, that's probably something I have never done in Morocco that I would love to, to go and visit. Yeah, it's, 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 like, it's quite up and coming, isn't it? There's quite a lot um, going on to be excited about, isn't there? Yeah, it was a very surf, like secret surf place. Yeah. I am not a surfer, sadly. I wish I was. Uh, <laughs> sounds very glamorous, but maybe a bit too late for me. But yeah, but it's, and now it's getting, it's getting more attention. So there is much, you know, it's still very authentic, uh, but there are very um, nice places to to stay there. So I would love, I'd love to go and discover it by myself. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. That's a really that's a really good tip. I am not a surfer either. I've had I've got some horrific surf stories actually, um, <laughs> horrific. But I always like the idea of just like, sitting on a surfboard and <laughs> elegantly staring out to sea. Um, but surfers do yeah, always find the best beach spots. So mm. it is it is like a well known. Yes, it's like a, the probably the worst kept secret in travel is that you should always follow the surfers for the best <laughs> beach spots because they just discover them first. And um, finally. The very last question what is next for wind what have you got planned what can we expect from the brand in 2021 we have so we have five products that we launched right now and we are having more products coming into this summer and like i said we're trying to make sure that we um you know fulfill the ritual right so we have like a cleanser we have this so whatever is missing but you know what is it, whatever we think is very important for the right glow ritual the wind way and we also might be exploring uh, going into other categories because one consistent feedback we have had from consumers who love the product is to go i love this so much can i have it for body can i have yeah. a candle can i have yeah. a fragrance it's like yeah, yeah i know <laughs> it's more like a because I think beyond the product, it's also an experience and a brand. So when people get into it, they automatically go into that territory where they would want more of that experience. So that's when it comes to the brand from a product um, extension point of view. But something I haven't mentioned, if I may, that is very important to the brand and is as part of Wind, there is a program that is called Wind Spotlight that is very important to me and to the brand which is all about you know if i'm paying homage to morocco that helped build me and inspired some of when they also want to pay you know spotlight local talents so we have this program where we uh, partner with amazing talents from morocco be it from you know jewelry designers clothes designers scarf designers hotels maybe even uh, on a, in the, the foreseeable future that do something amazing and we spotlight them we spotlight them by giving them visibility on our website where we go okay we interview the founders who are all doing amazing things um beautiful things 
And also we partner with them in what we call uh, WINS Random Act of Kindness, right? I want to be able to offer our consumers little gifts that are unexpected that we drop into their boxes. And those gifts are will be partnership with this amazing, you know, jewelry designer that we partnered with and there's doing a limited edition bracelets for wind, for example. So we haven't focused on that as much because, I mean, we're just a few weeks old. So just starting with the fundamentals. But this is something that I want to do more of in the future, which is much bigger than just the products is how we give back, how we spotlight our community and and just we build a, a much bigger and warmer universe. And I think community is so important and it's so good to hear that you want to bring together this fantastic uh, Morocco is obviously full of artisans and creatives and people that like deserve a, a place in the spotlight so it's amazing that you're partnering with with some of those pioneers so to speak how can we connect and how can our listeners seek you guys out we are uh, on instagram on atwind w-h-i-n-d we again community is super core to us so we interact with you know directly sometimes myself with with our community in our dms comments and so on we also have a newsletter on on wind.com which gives access to early drops of products early promotions that are sometimes exclusive promotions or be the first to know about who we're partnering with in our spotlights, the places we want to talk about and and content to share. So, and if all fail, we are also on hello at wind.com if you want to drop us an email with questions. Fab, 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 fab. Well, thank you so much for today. There's so much insightful information here about skincare and brands and rituals. And so I know all of our listeners will be as obsessed as I am. We'll link all our recommendations from today's episode into the show notes, alongside links to our articles that will help you to plan your next Moroccan adventure and refresh your skincare routine. Special thanks to Wynn's founder, Hinsepti. I can't wait to try all of her tips on my next long haul flight abroad. Fingers crossed that's really soon. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts or whichever podcast listening platform you use. The Upgrade from Suitcase Magazine will be back in two weeks' time. Until then, check in with us at suitcasemag.com.